You're listening to World Cafe. Hey, I'm Kaleo. We're in Chicago for our Sense of Place series, and today we're taking you to a special place that was foundational in the development of gospel music. Take a listen. Location has a big impact on how we experience music. The way a song travels throughout a space can take that music to a whole new place. And the folks at Ebenezer Baptist Church are experts at doing just that through gospel. I am one. I am one through the storm. Through this was the place where you would want to sing. I mean, because you could move an audience. That's music director Stanley Stovall. I'm sitting inside the 124-year-old church with Stanley, Reverend Daryl Person, and trustee Patricia Butts. They say it's the vaulted, coffered ceilings, painted sky blue, that carry and magnify Stovall's voice throughout the church. Now, just imagine what a whole choir must sound like. It was so moving. You could feel it. I mean, it was like a vibration in you, you know, because everybody joined in, and that's what God wants from us. But this isn't just an excellent place to hear sacred music. It's widely considered the birthplace of gospel music. To really understand the story of Ebenezer, Reverend Person says you have to start further south during the 1920s. So you were at the beginning of the great migration from the south, right? So you had people that would come to this community, the Bronzeville community, uh, looking for networking opportunities, really. I mean, they didn't call it that. They called it, I'm coming to stay with my brother or my sister because I need to get a job, a better paying job, get out of the, uh, the challenging South. And so they would come up here and they would come, there were a lot of churches. Ebenezer was one of the main churches that they would, they would gravitate to, migrate to. Among those seeking a better life in Chicago was a musician and composer named Thomas Dorsey. His father was a minister, and Dorsey grew up hearing church hymns and black spirituals. Stovall says all of that found its way into his music. And it came out of jazz. A lot of people didn't know that, that the gospel came out of jazz because Thomas A. Dorsey was a jazz musician. And so his chords are different than you would hear in normal sacred music. And so when you would hear these chords, some people had a problem with it because they related it to jazz. If you see my Savior, tell him that you saw me, that you saw me. When you saw me, I was on my way. I was on my way. You may meet some old friend who may ask you for me. The leaders of Ebenezer at the time, Reverend James Howard Lorenzo Smith and music director Theodore Fry, were mesmerized by the possibilities of gospel. So uh, Reverend Smith brought Professor Fry and Thomas Dorsey together because he wanted something new and different to kind of bridge that gap between sacred music and something that was Uh, more upbeat and more modern. Now, if you see my Savior, if you see my Savior, tell him you saw me, tell him you saw me, tell him you saw me, me. and when you saw me, you saw me, I was on my way. 
Gospel musicians sought to incorporate more of the fervor and joy of African-American musical traditions, call and response, hand clapping, and foot stomping. And Ebenezer was the ideal place to experiment with this new sound, but says it was made for this. Dagmar Adler was the uh, engineer, and he was an acoustician, and he studied acoustics in the opera houses in uh, Europe, which was why and how we have inherited, uh, through his design, the fantastic acoustics here at Ebenezer. Um, and of course, that's one of our, our hallmarks, and it's why almost anyone sounds good here. So in the early 1930s, Dorsey, along with Fry, founded the first gospel choir in the U.S. And their new approach to sacred music struck a chord with churchgoers in Chicago and beyond. They raised some eyebrows, but as it continued, you know, they started to enjoy it and, um, and want to be a part of it. And it was something new, you know, it was something new. And uh, Thomas Dorsey was really, in very real sense, a, a trailblazer. I mean, he, he, he took those marching orders and, he, and he, did, he did a phenomenal, phenomenal job. One of his most enduring songs came out of those early years. Dorsey wrote, Take My Hand, Precious Lord, after his wife Nettie and their newborn son died. And seemingly the words, like drops of water from a crevice of a rock above, seem to drop in line. With me on the piano, Precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on, let me stand. I'm tired, I'm weak, I'm worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, and lead me home. And what we did was we internalized it into what we call soul. And that's when you come out with the soul. I, I don't just say, why should I feel discouraged? It's more, why should I feel discouraged? It's, I'm adding soul, I'm adding notes, I'm adding things to it to make it. And then when I do that, the audience goes, wow, yeah, yeah, I can relate because that's how I feel. Precious Lord, Dorsey's contributions helped put Ebenezer on the map, and it became an essential resource for Bronzeville. You know, back in the day when we were growing up, this was a, a, a community that, you know, fell on hard times, and it was a lot of poverty, and so we had food drives and uh, pantries and all those other kinds of things. And it was also a prime meeting place for important visitors, like Martin Luther King Jr. We came to Chicago because he found in, in the pastors here uh, allies and supporters to help them uh, during the civil rights mu- movement. And so you had uh, Adam Clayton Powell to come through here. 
who else you had coming through? Uh, Ralph David Abernathy would come through here. Of course, Jesse, absolute Jesse Jackson, Reverend Jackson as well. Yeah, and some musical icons is like Mahalia Jackson. Oh my gosh. Uh, Stanley can give you the names. I mean, there's so many. The road lies in darkness. The lights burn low. More than a century later, Ebenezer is still an important part of this community. But Reverend Person says protecting this piece of gospel history has gotten tougher. When the architects built this, they built this acoustically perfect and it, with good bones. This is good bones, but the bones are 100 years old. Reverend Person and his team have gone to great measures to keep congregation numbers strong to help preserve this historical gem. But we have to acknowledge the elephant in the room COVID hit. And so when COVID hit, that changed everything. And we're losing our churches. The past 20 years, we've lost a lot of churches through fire or through closing. The pandemic certainly did its, its violence against the church as it relates to some churches not even opening up again. And so that's another reason we're so motivated to restore this place. Ebenezer is in the midst of a fundraising campaign to get the money it needs to restore the church. Our predecessors and members prior to us have done a good job getting us to this place, to this spot right now, but we have to go further if we want to be here another 120 years. And we, and we need help. We absolutely need help. Uh, right now, we have a, a $1.2 million project going on here at Ebenezer to restore uh, a lot of this building. That's phase one. They'd raised almost a million dollars at the time of this interview. They want to ensure this place is around for Chicago and for Bronzeville more specifically, even as the neighborhood changes, a place for the community to come together drawn by the power of gospel. Our guests, who grew up in this church, know that power better than most. This whole the, the room feet, yeah. that originally held 1,200 people going from one person standing up here or here on the floor with no microphone. Right. right. You don't need one of these. Right. Singing, almost saying a phrase, and then everyone Everybody. repeats it. Like, oh my God, this is wonderful. I, yeah, it was so moving. Lord, I am one through the storm. It Me on to the light. I'm Kaleo. This is World Cafe. What an incredible place and what incredible people. Thanks so much to Reverend Daryl Person, music director Stanley Stovall, and trustee Patricia Butts. They are preserving and nurturing a special legacy in Bronzeville. For more information, you can visit 
ebenezerbronzeville.org. Hat tip to our producer, Miguel Perez, for his work on this session. Fantastic work. And to our line producer, Will Loftus, for on-site engineering in Chicago. We're back in a minute with more World Cafe.